Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Volume. The 3 and Out Podcast with me, John Middlecoff, is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for baseball, the NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. America's number one sportsbook. Very easy to use, safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. I cannot recommend it enough. Love gambling with FanDuel. If you are a new Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code Colin so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, 3 and Out Podcast. Hope everyone is doing well. Hope everyone had a good weekend. And uh, I know I did. We haven't done one of these Sunday podcasts in a while, but a lot of stuff happened this weekend. They got me fired up. I had some takes. And it was like, you know, 4.30 in the afternoon. I just got done watching a little golf. I'm like, you know, let's go record a pod. Let's go spit a little fire into a microphone that connects to an Apple computer and send it off to my people and post it so people can listen. And that's what we did. If you listen through Colin's feed, subscribe to this feed, uh, we'll do the Middlecoff Mailbag. We do that on Tuesday, and we do that over the weekend. It's just my Instagram handle, which is me, at John Middlecoff, two Fs. Uh, fire in those DMs and get your question answered here on the show. Uh, we were basically, I think the Raider game is officially done now that I'm press record. 
Not that I even have a take on that thing, but uh, you know, we're basically on the second week of preseason, which now there's only three games because of the added regular season games. So, you know, we're we're, we're moving, we're moving and shaking. Uh, football is right around the corner, and I'm excited. But I, I did want to start with something that you know, this is not the go low podcast, but I, I saw two things happen. Uh, well, one thing happened this morning, and I do think there are some parallels with football, and I think there are parallels with a lot of sports. Uh, this company, The Volume, is in business with a gambling company, FanDuel. Uh, a lot of people are in business with FanDuel, just like a lot of people are in business with their competition, uh, other gambling entities. There's a lot of money in gambling. Why? It's an all-cash business. Money flows. And in what we do, talking about sports, me specifically, talking about football and golf, gamble. It's gambling's heavy. I mean, the number one sport we bet on is football. It's why the basketball and baseball... Like there's this element like gambling is not going to impact them as much as it does football. <laughs> we've we've always gambled on football and golf as someone who is a gambler. And I can honestly say it's my favorite thing to do is gamble on golf. It's fun. But when you get in bed with this and as it becomes legally throughout the country, uh, state by state is coming through. Even the state that I live in currently, uh, California who I thought was going to fight this thing till the bitter end because we have these Indian casinos and they're grandfathered in. They got the market cornered. Well, they're basically getting overruled. And uh, they have paid off politicians for years to fight it off. Last year just got thrown off a ballot. Uh, that it doesn't look like it's going to be the case and it could happen as soon as this fall. Uh, gambling could be legal in California. It obviously just happened in New York City. It's happening in big states left and right, as it should. But when you're going to make gambling legal... You have to make sure to be as credible as possible. And there was a moment this morning in the Gulf where they assessed Cam Smith two shots, uh, a penalty, 24 hours after the incident happened. And that's just unacceptable. That cannot happen when you're balls deep with gambling companies. And if you watch golf tournaments, every single day when this tournament's starting or throughout the tournament, they have live odds up on the screen. Well, obviously, if a guy's two shots back and he's a great player, his odds are going to be a lot better than if he's four shot back. And he was two shots back on the gambling markets for almost 24 hours. I say this all the time in football. You can't have egregious mistakes in the second half if you want to take all this gambling money. It cannot happen. And listen, I understand that being an uh, official, a referee, an umpire, calling balls and strikes calling fouls, calling pass interference is not easy to do in real time. These are human beings. They make human errors. I just know with the technology we have, it's unacceptable. You see it all the time in baseball with Angel Hernandez, who is one of the most incompetent employees in the history of America for someone who maintains his job. In no other industry beside the government would a guy like him keep his job. He is terrible. And we consistently see it with officials in football. And you cannot promote and push gambling like all these leagues are doing. And rightfully so. If I was them, I'd take all the money. And keep your credibility when shit like this happens. And you know we're going to see a bunch of stuff in the NFL season. Because we're going to talk gambling. You know, those of us and the the growing percentage adds every day new people that gamble on these games. You can't call a pass interference that leads to a field goal that leads to a loss when there is no pass interference. It cannot happen anymore. Now, I don't have a solution 
Uh, if everything should be reviewable, but it's just those are the type controversies that these leagues, when they're taking taking the gambling money, have to figure out a way to somehow avoid because it's costing real human, their consumers, cash. And the other thing is, speaking of Cam Smith, uh, Liv has been one of the most talked about sports controversies of the last six months, and rightfully so. It's very fascinating. Uh, every angle you can think of, from sport to money to politics, it's got it all. I mean, it's it's a fascinating story. Well, one of the best, the second best player in the world is going to live. It's a, it's a lock. $100 million Cam Smith is going. And a lot of people are very mad that he's playing in these three tournaments. One of them eventually pays out $15 million to the winner, which he is going to have a very good chance to win. And I've been around several people the last couple days and week that think it's kind of Bush League and bullshit that he's doing this and that they can't kick him out. And listen, anyone listening to this, and my generation, 40 and under, changed jobs at rapid rates. We have had, I think the average of someone like 40 years old is like two and a half jobs, you know, from 20 to 40. Honestly, it might be higher. Like my parents' generation never changed jobs. They kept their job their entire life. That is the complete opposite. I, I mean, I know some people that by the time they were 30, had like worked for four different companies. By the time they're shit, they're my age, late 30s, double that, right? It's a very, very different culture. But part of that culture is when you earn a bonus, you don't leave until you get that bonus and then you bounce. That's the way industries work. That's the way humans work. Now, companies ideally don't like that, but it happens every day. That we don't live in a utopian society. We live in the real world. And when you have an opportunity to get a bonus, whether you make $100 million or whether you make $100,000, a bonus is 15% of that money. There is not a human alive who wouldn't wait it out to potentially earn that bonus, not even guaranteed, until they left for their new company. That's just the way it works. And I don't fault him at all because like I said, well, he's getting $100 million. Well, the potential payout is 15% of that. So just put it into normal economics, right? If you made $50,000, then someone offers you a job for $100,000, but you had an opportunity at that $50,000 job to make $15,000, you would wait till you potentially hit that to go to your new company. And I don't fault him. I don't fault anyone who does that. The other thing in corporate America... And when I worked for the Eagles, there was one guy signing the check. Now, it's, you know, an NFL team is not a mom and pop shop, but it's one individual that owns the squad, right? Well, when I worked in radio, it was owned by Cumulus or Entercom, these major, major corporations where the middle manager or whoever your boss is that's assigning on your salary, it ain't his money. And the longer you're in it, the more numb you get to it. Like, you just control a budget. You have nothing to do with the flow of this cash. And I think a lot of people, and I'm sure many people listening to this, the longer you work in corporate America, be greedy. Uh, Because I don't believe that when you're involved in mom and pop shops and involved in individuals. Like, I would never, the situation, like if the volume was owned by a corporate entity and not just I interacted with Colin talking about stuff, I would probably approach this somewhat differently, right? It would just, I would look at it differently. But instead, like, this is Colin's project. I Colin is the head honcho here. This is not currently something run by some huge entity. 
And when you work for those huge entities, that they look at you like a widget. And when you're looked at like a widget, you got to be emotionless. And you got to fight for every single penny. Because at any moment, it could it could end, right? So that, that's my just piece of advice in general. Uh, and Cam Smith, I 100% not only understand where he's coming from, I think he's doing the right thing. He's earned that bonus. This is not being given to him. He He had to earn the right to even potentially get the money. So... You know, we'll see how it all shakes out, you know, whether he makes it, but he's going to live. The NFL Week 1 odds are out, and now's the time to try FanDuel Sportsbook if you haven't already. Get in on the action early this season. Right now, new FanDuel Sportsbook customers can get no sweat first bet up to $1,000. Here's what I know. I like two games right off the bat. Matt Stafford talked about this on the podcast. Elbow's a little messed up. I like the Bills week one. lot to prove. Coming off that devastating loss to the Chiefs, I think they start fast. Here's another matchup. Bears-Niners. I think the Bears are going to be awful. I like the Niners to destroy the Bears. I would take the 49ers minus 10. I, you, there's no double-digit number you give me where I wouldn't feel good. Niners to cover, Bills to win. Just sign up using the promo code Colin, place your first bet, and FanDuel will give you up to $1,000 back in free bets if you don't win. There's no better place to get ready for the football season than on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using the promo code Colin to get started with your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's promo code Colin. 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bet $5. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat, Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG, Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana or 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan, one 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467-369 New York Tennessee Redline 1-800-888-9789 Tennessee 1-800-522-4700 Wyoming visit www.1800gambler.net West Virginia Warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical black buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco if you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco-alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online 
and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Uh, the other thing, I, I saw Matt LaFleur, the 49ers played the Packers on Friday night. And it, it, it creates a little nostalgia for me. Uh, I, you know, my fondest memories of being a sports fan when it was as pure as it ever was, was the 90s. And Michael Jordan, uh, Niners versus Favre, Niners versus the Cowboys. Like, that's what I think of. And when I see those teams play still to this day, it does something inside of me that I no longer feel like a child very often when it comes to sports. Uh, I got into this because it was my passion, but it's so different once you start doing it for a job. And when I'm just on my couch watching Niners Packers, even in a meaningless preseason game with every good player on both teams on the sideline beside like Trey Lance, uh, and I'm not saying he's a good player yet, but I mean, he's the only guy that's really going to matter that played in that game. And it made me feel like I love this game. I wish they kind of like the Colts and the Patriots in their heyday. And I know they earned it because they were always first place. They get to play every year. I I would love the 49ers and Packers to play every year in the regular season. But LaFleur made a comment, I think, today at practice or in a press conference. How bull, you know, how mad he was. He basically just said, we got home at five in the morning. How ridiculous and ludicrous that is in the preseason. Because it destroys your body clock. Whether you're a player or whether you're a coach or whether you're anyone involved in the team. And I was thinking, you see some of these matchups in the preseason. Teams flying halfway across the country. The 49ers this week are doing a joint practice and then playing a preseason game on Saturday night against the Minnesota Vikings. Why? I just cannot understand for the life of me. I think there's an easy solution. You take every single conference and you split them up, right? The NFC, the AFC. And then you take the divisions and you just go, the AFC West plays the NFC West. The the AFC North plays the NFC North. So instead of the Packers playing the 49ers in a stupid, meaningless preseason game, they would just play the Bengals. They would just play, you know, the the Browns. They would just play something regionally that makes a little bit more sense. Same thing, AFC South, NFC South. Who do the Titans play? The Saints, the Falcons. Everything is relatively close. Who do the 49ers play? They don't play Minnesota. They would play the Raiders. They would play the Chargers and play the Denver Broncos. Boom. And yeah, these aren't all five-minute trips, but it still limits the amount of this insane travel. Because I am with LaFleur. That the coaches get there, what do they do? Maybe go home for a couple hours and then come back and work. The players who probably have a lift later that day are all thrown off. And it just throws off the mojo of camp. Now, it's part of the deal in the regular season, right? You play a Monday night game, you get home super late, you play a Sunday night game, it's unavoidable. But in the preseason... Isn't this avoidable in the preseason? I I think LaFleur is dead on here. Um, I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous.
I mean, you should not be getting home at 5 a.m. in the preseason from a game. That, that, that is just beyond stupid. And we, we talked about this last week. I, I didn't know if there's a right or wrong answer because I don't believe there is. I, I don't believe you can just say no one needs to play in the preseason or every starter should play in the preseason. Every individual in every team is a little bit different from the other. And clearly, some teams have philosophical differences when it comes to playing these games. And you see Sean McVay, who if you watch a Rams game for two seconds in a preseason, you will see that no human alive in the history of the sport of football has ever cared less about the preseason than Sean McVay. And he has been consistent with that his entire career. He does not take it seriously. And then on the flip side, Andy Reid takes it very, very seriously. He plays his starters to start games. And he thinks there's a benefit to it. And from what I've been told, Patrick Mahomes has been absolutely dialed this preseason. Well, they don't just go, well, he's dialed in the practices. Let's not worry about the games. They go, let's start a game. Boom, he goes 6-7, of seven, leads a touchdown drive, and you keep that momentum. And I'm not saying, even though that's the only thing I've ever experienced, Coach Reed taking preseason games seriously. I understand where Sean McVay is coming from. LaFleur copies Sean McVay. No one plays. I get both sides. Because I have said this forever about the sport of football. You can get hurt literally doing anything. You can get hurt playing in regular season games. You can get hurt playing in playoff games. You can get hurt during the week in practice. You can get hurt in training camp. You can get hurt in preseason games. You can get hurt in the summer working out. Raheem Mozart, actually it was Jeff Wilson Jr., who is now like the second string running back for the Niners. Last year during the offseason, Torres Meniscus sitting on a chair. So th- there is no perfect strategy to avoid injuries. They happen in practice. They happen in the gym. They happen on the game field. So I, I don't blame anyone for any of these situations. And I do understand, for example, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Field, Trey Lance, and Zach Wilson, much more than Mac Jones, who started every single game last year. And it, it's just in a little bit, it just has more experience than those guys, even though Field and, and, and uh, Lawrence, I guess, played a lot too. I guess Lawrence started the majority of games as well, but I, I don't even count that season for the Jacks. I mean, hell, Mac Jones started a playoff game. So I, I understand, and Mac Jones played. I guess Mac Jones did not play in the preseason even though Bill Belichick, histor- at least the first preseason game, has played those guys. Zach Wilson got hurt. And as of recording this, uh, I-, I think best case scenario, it's just a light tear and it might be two to four weeks and he would have a chance of playing in the first regular season game. And if that's the case, even if he misses week one, he'll be back in September. But it's pretty clear there's also information out. They don't know for sure that it's not worse. And they won't know for sure until they basically cut open his knee and look. So there is worst case potential that he's gone for the season. And this is just, I I, I can't blame the Jets because Zach Wilson needs game reps. And when you look at the play that he got injured on, honestly, I thought it was a pretty innocuous, just kind of leap forward. And I know the first reaction whenever there's, non-contact injuries, everyone's like, oh, non-contact. Well, not all non-contact injuries look the same. And as someone who is just a lover of football, I want to see Zach Wilson play. Everyone's like, oh, now you can trade Jimmy Garoppolo to the Jets. No, I want Zach Wilson to be healthy and just find out, like the Jets, is he any good? 
I don't know, but they have some more pieces. I, I want to see him play. And it just sucks. Now, keep. I'm, I'm not a Jets fan by any means, but my fingers are crossed. I, I, I hope that he is not seriously injured and he's able to you know, come back as soon as possible. But if he's not, it's just a devastating blow. And it, and it really, really sucks. And I know a lot of people are like, God, it's, it's not fun to be a Jets fan. And that would be an all-time kick in the you-know-what. But at least if it does happen, uh, which is the worst-case scenario by far, he's out for the season. They find out something bad in there once the doctor gets in there. The, the Jimmy Garoppolo thing is pretty smooth for them. Robert Sala and his offensive coordinator, LaFleur, were with the 49ers for literally four seasons and went to a Super Bowl with the guy. I mean, LaFleur was one of Kyle Shanahan's right-hand guy. So would not only know him really well, Jimmy would know the offense and would know the offensive coordinator. So talk about a smooth transition, and there is more and more buzz on the internet that Deshaun Watson's going to get suspended for a year, uh, which I've been saying the whole time was the easiest decision in the history of Roger Goodell's commissionership. Uh, and I know he's like, you know, I'll give you guys, I'll give you, how about this, Raj? I'll give you eight games and $5 million fine. Raj's like, no, bro, we're, we're giving you a year and we're fining you $10 million. And $10 million the fine is based on last year. Like he did not get suspended last year. And you're not circumventing the cap just because they're paying you a million dollars. So you got to come down with the hammer in this situation. So what's crazy is I thought the 49ers were insane for keeping Jimmy Garoppolo. It might actually work out in their, you know, favor that there might not just be one option. There might be multiple options. So that's something to definitely keep an eye on the next couple of days. But, I mean, if you're just a fan of football, I just all keep our fingers crossed that this guy did not get seriously injured on an absolute meaningless game. And last but not least, I, I don't, unless I know you and don't like you, I, I'm not rooting against any of these people that I say aren't good enough or I don't like them as a coach. I, I don't know them personally. It might be a nice guy. And sometimes I know through other people, they're like, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury, great guy. I, I would hang out with Cliff Kingsbury. Seems like a dude's dude. Everyone I knew as a scout went through there all the time, and I they always loved him. I just don't really like his style of coaching. I don't like his offense. Me and him philosophically don't view football the same way. And honestly, he's grown on me much more. I'm out on his quarterback. Now, that's a reflection of him because he's the guy banging the table. He should be signed. So, but I, I don't, I had nothing against these guys personally. And when I said that I thought Kenny Pickett was, I, this happens a lot in the draft. I base everything on value. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't have bought that home for a million dollars. To me, it's worth $850,000. Well, when you talk like that, no one puts any emotion there. But when I go, you know, I would never have touched Kenny Pickett at pick 20. I think that's an insane move. You're like, oh, you hater. You can't, you, you're such a hater, man. No, I just, I don't think Kenny Pickett is a good enough player to take that high. It's very unemotional with me. Very black and white. Like, I, I, th- I thought it was an insane pick. I don't think he's good enough. Mac Jones, I thought, was drafted too high. And this guy is like the poor, poor man's version of Mac Jones. And then, yesterday on social media, I'm not watching the game live, but I see Kenny Pickett, game-winning drive, game-winning touchdown throw. And I'm sitting there, uh, played golf, had a, had a couple pops, and I'm thinking to myself, well, this isn't the regular game-winning drive. Fourth quarters, I mean, most normal human beings that don't work for the team usually turn off the game in the second half, right? Why? Because guys that aren't even going to be playing in the NFL, no disrespect to them, it's just, just a simple reality. That's usually who's playing at that time. 
the fourth quarter, you talk about, I mean, they're garbage time in the regular season in a blowout. You talk about garbage time. Now, not for those individuals trying to make a practice squad or show off to the, sometimes when you're at these NFL practices, I, a couple days ago, I was watch, I was on the sideline watching the Niners practice. I look ahead of me and there are two CFL scouts. They're watching practice. Well, what do you think they're doing? They're scouting the guys 75 through 90 to eventually offer contracts with or two and try to get them to come play in their league. The Canadian Football League scouts training camp. When I was a scout, I used to be the point man for those guys and tell them, you know, this guy's got no chance to make our team. He's probably not going to get picked up on a practice squad. You should be intrigued by him. Like that's just, those are the guys a lot of times playing in the fourth quarter. Dudes that the CFL is looking at. And Kenny Pickett, who's 24 years old, was playing at the end of the fourth quarter. And I've had multiple people, and I'm not talking about reports from people on the grounds, which has been pretty consistent. It has been an up and down situation for the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback situation. Well, I had mo- I, I text with multiple buddies in the league on different teams. They're like, yeah, I've heard it is ugly. Of course it is. Mr. Bisky is not a very good player. He's a backup. Kenny Pickett is playing at the end of the fourth quarter in a preseason game. Tell me this. If you are not a fan of the Steelers, which you could be emotionally a little mad at me right now, you're a fan of any of the other 31 teams, and I tell you that you draft a quarterback 20th overall, 20th overall in the first round, and he is playing the last snaps of the fourth quarter in his rookie season in the preseason, would you not say with a straight face, yeah, that's that's not ideal. That, you know, that shouldn't be. And I say this all the time. I judge every human being off actions, not words. Words mean absolutely nothing. When I was a kid, I'd always tell my parents, I'm going to I'm going to make my bed, I'm going to clean my room. And then they'd come in later and it wasn't made. It happens a lot with children. It obviously happens a lot with politicians. They say one thing and they never follow up. They're all about their words. Well, words don't mean shit. And it's no different with coaches. They always blow smoke about certain players. This guy's having a great camp. We love this guy. Well, if you did, you wouldn't put him in that situation. Because the one thing Kenny Pickett has going for him, it's like reps. He was a fifth-year senior. He's 24 years old. He's been starting forever. I understand like forcing Trey Lance or Zach Wilson to get some reps. They're 20, 21 years old. You know, the COVID year, haven't played that much football, especially Trey Lance. Like, we got, we got to get this guy some reps. Kenny Pickett needs reps. Hell, even Mac Jones last year, talking about reps, he'd only started for like a year and a half because of Tua. Kenny Pickett, the last thing we should be talking about is reps. If anything, it's experience, experience, experience. So you have this old quarterback that you overdrafted and you're playing at the end of the fourth quarter? Uh there's just no way around it. You can't convince me this thing is anything but not good. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. Judge these. Judge the team off the actions. And the actions say that they clearly have some concerns. Uh, well, the podcast coming out on Tuesday. We'll keep this thing rolling. At John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Fire in those DMs. And uh, I will talk to everyone soon. And um, have a good week. Let's, let's have a good, Hopefully you're having a good Monday. Not a case of the Mondays. I got a little case of the uh, of the Sunday scaries right now, but I'm gonna go barbecue. So talk to everyone soon. Peace.
volume. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.